This podcast is proudly supported by Drama Victoria. Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick. Today we are releasing some audio from a Zoom conversation we had with a primary school drama teacher, Sam Harrison. This was obviously not recorded in the studio and is not an official and aside episode, but we thought this dialogue might be interesting or informative for other people. So without any further ado, we bring you Sam Harrison and Nick Waxman talking about primary drama. To, to talk through scaffolding and brainstorming some primary drama resources, we have Sarah Harrison. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm super duper. Let's do it. And yes. Yeah, so, what's going? What's your situation at the moment? That was really strange to me. What, what you said on your. Do you mind giving me some context, and then we can talk more clearly? That's okay. I'm just. Um, I'm an art and a drama teacher. Um, so for drama, I'm just. I'm struggling to wrap my head around the concept of. One, I, I need to maintain my existing units of work. And, and that's what your, uh, what your principal or executive team have said? Yeah, that's what my head of teaching and learning has said. So I need mean? to modify it. Well, uh, m- most of my units of work, as, as we would ordinarily, require my students to work collaboratively. Um, there's lots of exploration and, and building on and developing processes in the in the drama lesson um, yeah, collaborating on a script or an improvisation or working together on an idea yeah. and bringing it to life you know normal drama lesson stuff N- normal drama that's exactly right <laughs> um and you know we quite often respond to a stimulus whether it's a picture book or a piece of music or whatever it might be but i quite often get them working together so i'm just I'm needing to adjust my existing units so the students can still do all of those things, but do those things independently, um, which I find it, it, my brain can't quite shift there just yet because I feel that um, I feel their possibly their creativity is going to be stifled. Um, I've also been told that students who are going to be on-site at school for on-site learning um, will not be able to use the space in the classroom to create and perform which is what I've asked my students at home to do instead they need to be remaining at their desks due to self-isolation and quarantine purposes so I've been told to focus primarily on theoretical exercises in drama but we're prep to six right yeah, for prep to six. Um, but knowing my students, they're, they're not wired that way necessarily. Yes, they don't want to dance. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm struggling with that concept um, that they'll be required to stay at their desks and I still need to report on them. I still need to um assess their expressive skills and performance skills and all of those things, but in a really stifled environment. And I want to, I want to make this as authentic and rich as I can. Yeah, absolutely. But, but also I feel like every time I, 
yeah, I feel like there's all these closed doors and I'm, I'm just walking along the corridor trying to find the open door. <laughs> yeah, and um, they, they don't want you to be, you know, um, twisting their words or finding loopholes. They want you to work specifically within what they're asking. So even if, we, if we're like, oh, well, yeah. that's a loophole to that rule, we can do that. They'll be like, well, no, that's not, that's not adhering to the, uh, to the sentiment of the rule. Yeah. And we want you to be at their desk, not standing on their desk or dancing on their chair. We mean <laughs> on their desk. At their desk. So they're, they're yeah. kind of, those students at the desk are somewhat disadvantaged to the home students because they don't. They are. And, yeah. and they're going to have a completely different experience to those students who are at home. Um, and I must admit as well, I'm a perfectionist. So <laughs> I do as, as we are usually. Well, um, meet your opposite. I, Hello. <laughs> I, I, yeah, well, now I have to be my opposite. And I'm, I'm struggling with that because my students are used to you know, such rich learning environments where they can be free to create and explore and really take their ideas somewhere to having to stifle that and, and getting used to teaching in that way. But um, for example, I, I've emailed uh, my year two parents, the lesson plans and resources, etc., for tomorrow. Mm. Um, and they're obviously in, in the learning management system as well. And I've already had my head of teaching and learning just call me now. She's told me that my lesson for year two is fantastic and it's wonderful, but parents won't be able to cope with that. <laughs> so now I have to go and adjust and modify and resend and simplify the task even further. And then I, I kind of think... Um, it's what, no longer a point. Like, There's no point to the task anymore. Well, no, there, there certainly is, but I feel like we'd, I'd be dumbing it down so much that it's not, it's not really going to necessarily be as valuable. Yeah. Um, All right. I just so, feel like it's too simple. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, the, the advice all the time for the first few weeks has been simple, 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 like do really yeah. small, achievable, goal-orientated stuff. But I don't know how complicated your plan was before then. And your head of learning may potentially also be just trying to make some kind of, some kind of consistency or conformity across the board. Because if drama is doing all this wonderful stuff, and then we move across and another class isn't doing that, then that inconsistency or you know, if it shines too bright, naughty, naughty, tisk tisk. So uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if that's necessarily what's going on there. So I do you want to talk through a few activities and how we can adapt them? Just brainstorm okay. together. Is that a good idea? Would that be a best use of your time? That, that would be so wonderful. Thank you. No problem at all. So, um, it's got a few ideas for how we can manage the idea of, of, the, of the, the desk and how we do that and how we still talk through the expressive skills and get the collaborative stuff happening while at the desk. There's a few ideas there, but what do you want to start with? Um, so, uh, one, one unit I've been looking at today is... Um, it, it was going to be, this is for year five. Um, last year when I did this unit, it focused on the students being given a prompt with a scenario and they needed to collaboratively write a script. They had to um, come up with the, the structure of the performance, they had to create character profiles. So they had um, evidence that they were addressing yeah. the character traits. Yeah, things like that. Um, and then they would work on that over a series of weeks. So what I'm starting with 
for Thursday, um, I had a look at uh, one of the resources you emailed earlier and I saw the example of um, the convict activity. Um, so I've called that a dramatic personal narrative. Um, and what they're going to be doing, I'm going to be sending them a link to review their expressive skills and to say that, you know, this is, this is your focus for this unit, but we're going to be building on each time. In fact, I'm giving them like a whole term overview so they can see where they're headed because that's what they're used to. Yeah, where you're headed uh, and small goals to get there, scaffolded learning. Exactly, exactly, yeah. So we're starting off with that, where they're going to be, I've, I've called this unit um, acting for the screen. Mm -hmm. So therefore, they're really focusing on those smaller gestures and um, expressive skills, like yep. you know, tone of voice and voice expression, base expression, etc. And the idea is um, to develop a character that encourages empathy. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. So then we're building on that. So they're going to start with that um, Thursday or Friday, whichever day it is, and then the following lesson, I'm going to use those prompts that I gave my students last year in terms of a scenario, but they're going to create an improvised response to that. Again, where they're focusing on one character, like, like we've done for the convict, they'll do the same planning and preparation, and they'll just perform their character's response to that situation or scenario. Yes, yeah, so either given um, questions or perhaps a, 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 a statement or a series of questions written down that they might verbalize. Yeah, character. yeah. And how yeah. long would you expect that to be? Thirty to sixty seconds, or yeah, some, something really simple like that. Um, and I was thinking of getting them to submit to me through our forum on LMS um, a video recording of their improvisation. Yeah, and, um, if they and can't, possibly audio. Um, they could, but then we're not going to see the visual representation. No, but they could send a photo. I'm just saying there's, there's options if people don't have access to internet, if the internet speeds are so low that they can't. Yeah, they, that's true. They can handwrite it and, you know, that will give you an understanding of the character. Yeah. Least, and then they could take a yeah. series of photos. Like there's things that you could do in case, because I think we're going to come up against so many roadblocks anyway, but I don't mean to yeah, interrupt you. No, keep going. No, no, that, that's so true. I had issues today with my... Um, connectivity to the server as well and I couldn't access my laptop half the day <laughs> so, and that's gonna happen um, 20 times yeah I think so so another alternative as well as I was um, I haven't created this yet but I was thinking of creating a Socrative right. where they can put in their responses of how their character would respond um, I'll have a series of questions that they respond to and that's an alternative perhaps of a video yeah getting some understanding getting getting to understand them just we're just showcasing yeah. that they can create a character right that they can yeah. respond and interpret like even if that's not using the expressive skills that's ticking off the respond and interpret thing here's the stimulus this convict so you know not always i know expressive skills is what you said they're looking at but at the very least we're getting respond and interpret out of them at the same time yeah that's right that's right um and then for the the following weeks after that so as I was saying last year, they uh, would create a script as a group. So instead, um, I'm going to issue them a script. I'll send them a PDF copy of a script and I'll assign, I'll, I'll put them into groups and I'll assign each student a particular character from the script. And they'll, they'll be um, rehearsing their own 
character independently and I'm going to schedule some small group Zoom meetings where I can rehearse with them and give them feedback. They'll still be able to see each other, but I want them to focus on performing to the screen as if they were facing their okay. opposing character in the performance. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and then and, that way they can, yeah. yeah. Sorry. There's a, there's a, don't be sorry, I'm interrupting you randomly. The, there's, okay. a, there's a chance that they can use that, that Socrative information and answering questions about them, the answers to the uh, other questions you had earlier, the character profile and their research into their convict character to write their own yeah. short monologue. I mean, could you have gaps in the script where they get to write as well? So they have scripted and non-scripted drama at the same time. So they've, you know, you say, hello, yeah. my name is, and there's a blank in there and I'm this years old and this is what I did to get here. And this is what life is like. So you kind of give them these this bare bones script and they can fill in character information for themselves. So would that be too much? Just just trying to incorporate bits of what you're talking about at the same time. Yeah, I mean, that would be really cool for the, um, the first aspect. Um, you were saying perhaps is that an alternative to the, an alternative to them performing in a group? Alternative to what? Yeah, so it would be a series of monologues, but it could also be a script that they yeah. that they produce, like they're sitting in the hold of a ship and they're they're sharing stories to see who the toughest here is, or you know what you know. So you could kind of manipulate it into a script after the fact rather than beforehand. So they write these kind of little yeah. character pieces, and then you go, oh, hey, now we're going to imagine. And they might have some better idea than the whole of a ship. You know, they could be anywhere. They could be in Australia or not, if we're following this, yeah. this convict idea. And that way, by them writing the script themselves, you're also getting an understanding of their, their appreciation of their character and their backstory and things like that. Yeah, and, absolutely. And you get to incorporate scripting and improvisation yeah. if you do a hot seat type thing, if. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking of doing some hot seating um, with the improv. So, so what you're saying about, uh, I just, just had an idea. I just envisioned then as you were talking that instead, instead of giving them the, these scripts that I already have, um, if we keep, keep this same example of convicts throughout the whole unit, because initially I was going to change, I was going to develop and build on different roles. Oh, um, so if we kept, if we kept that example then for the whole unit, um, when I have that small group um, Zoom meeting, it could be a performance in a way where each, each student is performing and representing their own character that they have created, that they've written the script for, but it's, it's, a, it's still a performance because each student is still witnessing the other characters in action and they're, they're building on that. Yeah, absolutely. Does that and make then sense? you've got the re reflect and respond. And you've got them actually watching yeah. each other in character and going, oh, that bit, oh, that gives me an idea for that. And if they're one-upping each other, if there's a sense of a competition amongst the characters, um, yeah. then, and then the, we get a sense of them to being in a specific time and place. And um, I'm sorry, I forgot what your level it is. Sorry. Uh, tier five. Tier five, great. Then that idea yeah. of adding tension, which is an important element the Vic curriculum wants us to add, um, playing with tension, then you can incorporate that in that what's going to happen or perhaps one of them has to volunteer for a task that none of them want to do. So they have to decide who's going to be the one that does that. It's like, how do we put jeopardy in it? Obviously I'm improvising. I'm, I'm not hundred percent sure how that would work, but putting uh, tension in there and adding an element of suspense could be interesting for them to improvise or, or brainstorm together. 
So then you've got lots of different yeah. elements. They're responding and interpreting, they're um, improvising, they're expressing, and they're performing and responding. So you're ticking a lot of the victory off one week at a time, yeah. bit by bit. I think that's really fantastic. That is such a great idea because they can, they can start off with their individual monologue and performance. And then, you know, I would have let them know beforehand and guided them that once you've each completed your intro introduction of who you are and why you're there and how you're feeling, but then we can develop an improvised element after that and they can respond to each other. And maybe I'll say that, you know, after you've completed your introductions, as you were saying, you know, they might need to complete a task. Maybe they might need to steal some extra, extra rations of food from the ship or whatever it might be. Cool. And they need to, to improvise conversations about that to, uh, together. Yeah, exactly right. And, and what that, they could do. And then that and, could be the performance. Yeah. And they Sorry? could end up deciding. Yes, I'm just, so I'm just agreeing with you. Just yeah, so it's like you choose your own adventure. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, that's actually really cool. I think the kids would really be engaged in that. Um, and if you're and sitting at the still hold, you can still record out your desk. That's exactly right. They can still stay at their desk. Um, but it's, it's actually allowing them to have that increased creativity rather than giving them Just the, give script, the script, which, which yeah. I thought would be the easiest option in this case. It is easier, yeah. But, but I think this is much more engaging, much more interesting, and they'll be able to take more ownership of what they're doing. Um, and yeah, you're right. It's ticking off so many um, curriculum, like intentions and things like that. And if you, so, there's a chance if you, depending on how many less, much lesson space you have, that if they have a letter home, so part of their character work is writing a letter home to someone. So to explain yeah. what's going on, where I am. So that by doing that, they're going to understand their character's motivations a bit more and be able to talk about their home life perhaps. And that could be something once again, that, that um, makes the audience empathize with the character. And we really want to get a sense of that. And the expressive skills are, are what they use to create empathy and tension. So that's right. How do you change your voice for someone to feel sorry for you? That's you right. And then they could, they could, yeah. And they could, they could read the letter um, as well. And, oh, yeah, and do that yeah. as a, like a final performance. Super. Um, that's really good. So, so this is like a unit that will carry on over a whole term later oh, yeah, on you, in the you term. You could easily do that over a whole term, right? Yeah, absolutely. But I was also thinking as well, just an idea later on in the term. Um, I think it's Mark, Mark Yeats or Mark Yates. He was yeah, a, uh, oh, have, have you seen it? That oh, there's a video. Do? Of, uh, he's, he was a year 12 student from Don Oh, yes, sorry, College. of course. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah was, that's a great video. We I use think, it all the time. Yeah, I think so many people have been referencing that lately, and it's one of my favourite examples to show kids about um, character transformation. And it's one of the only, um, one of the few well-produced ones online. It's very, very well done. So I was thinking after we've gone through this process, I could watch that video as an example and then... Um, continue but show the perspectives of two characters um yeah, and create... especially by watching each other they could steal someone else's already they could say well i've been working with this person i really like that so you take another character from the improvisation of the script that you like and that way you've got a sense of how different they are character wise you don't have to invent uh... the whole thing you can go oh the way susan played that character was awesome i want to do susan's character and my character they're really different 
you know, don't choose two characters that are really similar. Try to choose someone with a yeah, really but different show backstory. The contrast. Yeah, that's right. Well, I think that's very exciting. <laughs> oh, good, great, excellent. Well, that's one. We've got one. We've talked about one. That's great. Would you like to look through a, a, another? But that's basically a, a whole term for one year level. So I think that's really fantastic. Super. Thank you. No, um, no another example I, I did want to ask you about is um, uh, my, my year six students. So I've got this brilliant unit that they were working on last year. Lots of collaboration, lots of group work that would be impossible to replicate in an online environment. With grade um, Now this is grade six. Oh, great. Thank you. How am I not this hearing grade, the grade levels? This is silly. That, yeah, because okay. the, the lower you go, the harder it is for them to collaborate in an online space. Oh, I know. Yeah, so the grade exactly. sixes, there's some chance they could collaborate, especially using um, collaborative documents and things like that. But let's see, what is it? Yeah, I, I think I think one of my main issues is um, I'm not always very confident with the technology aspects. Yeah. Um, things like uh, screen, is it screen casting? Casting um, yeah. Yeah, that, all of that stuff. Um, so we're using the picture book, The Arrival by Sean Tan. Hey, and I know and it too. Yeah, it, it's it's such a brilliant book. Um, so basically, we're using some selected images from that text to explore the different character perspectives. Um, we're looking at themes like you know migration, cultural diversity, separation, identity, um, and basically, each lesson they would have been. Um, focusing on process drama, but, but building on each time that there's, there's various different activities that they had done in, with different prompts and stimulus each lesson. And then it, it led towards halfway during the term, they um, were given a set of images where in their group they would reenact and perform as if they were performing the story to the class and they had props and they had costumes and they had soundscapes and all of those things. Well, you can do a lot of those um, things in isolation, especially if they collaborate on a finished product. Like if they're responsible for recreating certain images and then you can edit them together into a video or some such thing. So they can talk okay. about who's going to do what pages and why they like those pages. And they can talk about the reason why they want to recreate this image and not that image perhaps. Okay. Or they can be inspired so, by the story to tell a different one, or they can take an image and they have to fill in the blanks. Okay, so we've got this page and then this page. What has to happen for these two pages to make sense? What's where's the story in the middle? If you want to add scripted and non-scripted drama, you know, I'm just saying, if you want to add an element where they're talking about, especially in small groups. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what do we think is the gap here? And then not only do they have to tell the the Shantan story, they also have to tell their version of it or their improvisations or musings on that topic. Yeah. Um, so, so with that, so for example, um, for each, for each scene that they would present, um, at the end of the unit, they would create a series of tableaus, right. um, and, and then, then they would go into the live action. Um, and then they would, they would freeze again at the end of the scene and then it transforms into the next scene. If they can't do that together as a group. But they can um, do it separately. Yeah, so they can do it separately if they each represent 
a particular character. It could be a character within a page or it could be an idea within a page or an image. Yep. Yeah, they, they could actually, it, it may not necessarily be a realistic portrayal. It could be a bit more abstract and they could be focusing on the idea. We did that, um, or we'll be doing that in term four with uh, Rules of Summer by Sean Tan. Yeah, great. Yeah. Um, Anything Sean Tan. Oh, no, it's so brilliant. <laughs> Oh, and the idea um, that they yes. play a character and an object within the piece. So for every for every freeze frame that they bring to life, they have to create both a human and non-human or human and, and uh, an imagined object. So they have to talk about the history of an object as well, not just the humans within that. If you want them to move beyond reality of life as lived and do something a bit more abstract. Yeah. Um, if, they, if they were going to recreate the different characters within that scene. I guess what you could do, like, you know, when you do, um, oh, what's it called? I've had a mental blank. Um, Whoosh. Like, like thought tracking. Okay. So, yeah. so, when, so when you've got like a frozen image and, and you do a, like a thought tracking exercise where um, different students will respond and, and, and voice, voice their thoughts, uh, you know, voice a decision-making process or, you know, you know, move within the, the scene and then they freeze again and then you hear the perspective of another character. So rather than interacting together and they're all performing in the space, perhaps we could treat it as more of a thought tracking scene. That way within a Zoom meeting, they can still each perform individually. Yeah, absolutely. And as long as maybe you have them choosing different characters within that scene, well, it could potentially work if it's the same character with a, with a group that's listening really well and they're taking that thought and jumping off with it. But if, if there's enough pages with enough different characters within, within the page that they can all give a different perspective on what's happening or think about things differently, then I think that's great. I think that'll work really well. Yeah. I think it's just... Um... Yeah, it was just hard for me to to let go of what I've done before, yes. oh, and, and, and when it works, when it works so well, and when you've got this epic group performance, yes. <laughs> to then okay, how can I get them to do this by themselves? <laughs> um, yeah. There's going to be a lot of independent um, responses, isn't there? Yes, I think so. But all, but if they're if they're based on um, group conversations, and I think that's fine. You come together, have a chat in a group, and then go off and do something. Rather than always starting with working by yourself, you come together, have a chat, then go and write something for five, ten minutes, then come back and share. You know, we're not right. We don't have to write for an hour and a half. We can write for five, ten minutes. Write two lines. What's the first thing this yeah. character says, and how do they speak? And why yeah. and how does that influence their behaviour? And what's their what's their position in the hierarchy of this group? Yeah. yeah. All those big things um, and little things that affect performance. Yeah. There's also the difficulty that, that just I'm seeing with that, I'm just not, not quite problem solving that yet, is that in terms of them discussing these tasks together, um, I've got a Microsoft team for each class, right. but I, I wonder if there's a way where I could assign a leader for each group and if the leader will, will like, I'll, I'll put in 
the um, say there's six groups in the class, I'll put in uh, like six statements, you know, all, all exactly the same, six statements about what, what the task is that they're required to discuss about or come up with by the end of the set time. And then if the student leader kind of, I wonder if, if I can create threads, do you know what I mean? Like six yeah, different go into threads the... where, hmm. yeah, so then one group is only commenting on my first statement, the second group comments on the third, because otherwise we're going to have this incredibly long discussion thread and the groups won't necessarily be working together. Yeah, and you can sense? also do that. You can also do that with um, Google Docs or Microsoft collaboration documents, so that you can give you can have four or five different documents that they go off and they can actually do it without talking. They can, if you need that, or through Teams and on that. Document. Oh. So they're jumping off and collaborating on the same documents. Just say, okay, this is um, this is the heading uh, that I want you to discuss context. You're going to research what it was like coming to Australia in the 30s and the different people that came. That's your job and then they're going to throw a bunch of different stuff on that document and thoughts and ideas. And then uh, another group is looking at uh, the different accents and what different people sounded like. I don't know. What, is that what you mean? They have a different topic and they go and just research the bejesus? It's, it's more so they can collaborate and plan and, and yeah, and, and get research as well and, and get their thoughts down. But I'm just trying to work out, um, how because I don't know how to use the Microsoft collaboration documents uh, in um, teams you can also do breakout spaces right oh, so okay. they, can, they can have their own chats like you could break them up into different spaces and then they go and have a chat then they, they can save the chat and bring that over oh so can I create um, within say 6a drama team I can create six spaces within that where each group goes to their own space and only their group members can see their conversation is that right yeah i haven't tried with i haven't tried it yet i'm so, i'm sorry but yes that i'm i understand you can within a meeting so you you have a meeting with 6a and then while you're having the meeting you have these little breakout spaces where people can leave the meeting and have private conversations to come back to the meeting and report on what they talk okay. about Okay, so maybe I need to look into that because um, one thing my school has specified and that, that became very evident why end of last term when we created the teams, um, there, there was no self-control. Like all, all the kids from three to six just wanted to talk to each other and send each other emojis and gifts and all whatever on teams. Yeah. And that will, that will happen. <laughs> we can't stop it. It will. I, I think the teachers do that as well. <laughs> but... Um, what, what they have said is that they don't want them just chatting to each other privately. Everything needs to be supervised by the teacher present. Yeah, yeah I don't know enough about the, the breakup spaces to know. I know you can, you can jump into them if you're organising the meeting, but uh, okay. you, know, you wouldn't be able to supervise them the whole time. They would be chatting in there independently. Okay. From yeah. my understanding. Because you couldn't be listening that to six different breakout spaces. Yeah. That might be something for me to look at. And then report uh, back. Tell us how it works. I know. In, in terms of collaboration documents, is there like a... Oh, yeah, you can just, you can just find, use a, either use OneNote. Do you, have, do you use OneNote at your school? Uh, only for staff. Great. Well, you can easily make a collaborative Microsoft document or you can use the Google um, Word 
you know, a Google document to do that as well. You just have to, uh, you can Google that and it comes up straight away. So that's not particularly challenging. And then you just have to share that link with whoever you want to collaborate on it. So you say, okay, group um, 6A, group one, you are, this is your document. And it actually tracks what okay. everybody says. So if you're worried that they're going to swear or bully each other, or I don't know, I don't know, worst case scenario, yeah. you can actually yeah. click on who wrote and you know exactly. So leaves a, a trace and you can look at the history. So if they write it and delete it, you've got the history of whoever wrote it. If, if that's something you're concerned about. Yeah, that, that sounds terrific actually. Cause Not that to would go to gloom and doom problem. straight away, but I think worth noting. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that would be really good. Thank you. No um, I'll just see. I think, I think that's made me feel much more positive. <laughs> about, oh, yeah. Well, you've got some fantastic plant lessons there. They only need really tiny tweaks to be really usable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in terms of lower primary, I'm going to have to really make those very, very basic. Either very basic um, or, or, or I haven't seen your plans, obviously. Or clearer yeah, with the step-by-step. So, step. so what is step one? Step one is open your book, like really simple, breaking it down. It's, yeah, it's, well, it's, yeah. For you two, for example, I'll just see if I can bring up my document without hiding my... Um, oh, no, it's disappeared now. You can share. I've you know hidden share? my Zoom. You can, you can uh, um, take your mouse down to the share button at the bottom and click share. Oops. That's okay. I've just, I've managed to bring it up on the side so I can look at it while oh, I'm great. talking to you. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, so this is my year two lesson that I've been asked to simplify. Mm -hmm. um, in... I have set it out like a lesson plan and I've actually given a time allocation per activity and, and that's probably making it look intense, intense and larger than it is, but yeah. I've tried to be really explicit. And you're sending it <laughs> to non-teachers that, that don't understand all of the things. Yeah. You know, it almost needs to look like a cookbook. That anyone Pretty much. I, I think, the, yeah, I think finish. that's, These are the steps. That, that's what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm gathering. So, um, so you two, they're currently looking at um, expressive skills and they're looking at, oh, they're looking at transformation as well, actually. Right. So um, I've given them, you know, two warm-up activities where they're responding to like a sensory sort of drama and I've given them a table with dot points. There's, there's three suggestions for touch three for taste three for here etc etc like for example um, you're holding a block of ice exactly yeah. you know you hear a gentle wind you hear a siren etc mm -hmm. and and then i've um what what they're doing they're doing a like a character transformation between a child and adult and a grandparent right and um and maybe they, they just need a photo of each of those so a parent well, could just take a photo of each stage? Yes. Well, that's what I've put in. They need to take a photo of each stage. They need to show mannerisms, the, the, the posture, how the body language and, you know, voice change, etc. But I've given them a mood. So the child needs to act excitedly. The adult is stressed and the grandparent is excited so they can see the contrast of how they might 
you know, and I think the, and the, simple, the simplification there is to look at just one thing. So rather than having to do all those things at once, step one is just movement. Today, we want to see the, the physical shift. We want three photos. The next lesson, we want to hear the voice. I want you to record um, the sound of the child, record the sound of the, the parent, and record the sound of the grandparent. We want to see how their voices are different. And then the next lesson. So rather than one lesson is all of them, you give them yeah. a, an opportunity to look at each and then you can actually build towards something by the end. Say, okay, we've got movement, we've got the voice, we've got uh, how they look, now we're going to put them all together and I want you to give me 30 seconds of video, no more, 10 seconds each of these characters. Because yeah. if you're expecting that by lesson one, I think parents might be tearing their hair out. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, th I think that's what my head of teaching and learning was saying. So in, yeah, take your in lesson, my just class, divide it. Yeah. I think so. Um, so in, in my classroom, we, with obviously me as a teacher, <laughs> yeah. with my students, they can do all of those things in one lesson. Oh, absolutely. Um, and Trained we're able, drama teacher, we're to, no problem. Yeah, we're, we're able to keep up the pace and the excitement and enthusiasm and the kids are loving it and it's fabulous. And I thought to try and keep to my schedule of, of where we need to get to. Um, you, you might have to alter your expectation of where we're going I to think get so. to. We could be wrong. I think I in think a few so. weeks, the kids are going to be used to it and will be in a different position. But at the moment, it's we're going to be lucky if situation. You'll be lucky to get three photos. That's right. I think you're right. Yeah. Or even if they could just type a description of their character, what their character looks like or something. I think photos would be easier. My head of teaching and learning was saying, maybe don't ask them to send in anything week one. I said, but how am I going to monitor and keep track of what they're doing and collect yeah, evidence? Yeah, they've said the same to us. In week not... one, we don't need to worry about that. We just need to have them okay. engaged for a little bit and trying it. And then we're going to look at how we give feedback. We were asked not to, right. uh, not to ask for anything to be submitted to us okay. for the first week just so they're playing and exploring and just doing them and yeah. then we'll see how we do. So maybe that's going to across the board what's going on. Yeah, I think so. I think that's must what be happening here too. Um, some parents are at home with three kids at once doing three totally different things while also working. So I, I think we exactly. have to expect a, something very different. Yeah, I think, I think that's just um, how my, my brain compartmentalizes things where I find change difficult. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, and also there's going to be kids that want to do the end product in the first lesson and they're going to send you a costume that they put on with braces. From oh their, yeah. You know, plus a oh, know, yeah. tennis ball wheelchair thing. And they'll, you know, yep. you're like, okay, well, you're, you're out of five out of five already. And, <laughs> and I'm going to give you some fun extension activities. You know, then yeah. send them a monologue and be like, you, you've done it, you've done it. I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to, I'm going to give you the convict activity for the grade fives. Why? Because why not? You've got it all yeah. there ready to go. If they're super keen, give them something fun to do. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's just what I need to do. Because um, I just, yeah, I, I know how eager my students are. And I think I was worried that they would, like even, even the year twos, I was worried that they would look at a simplified version of that lesson and think, well, where's the rest of it? So <laughs> Yes, and, and they, it, they certainly will for the first little bit. There'll be some begging for yeah. more, right? Yeah, absolutely. And we but have to, we have to be kind to them. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously know. in the home environment, um, they may not be able to, um, 
reach their classroom potential, if, yeah. if that's the way to put it. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. and some will do things you've never seen before. There'll be, I think we're, we're gonna have to really adjust our thoughts about how that's gonna happen and our reporting and assessment's gonna be really interesting because we're gonna have students doing be. things they've never done before and others totally retreating because they're not in a safe space anymore. Who knows, like we, I, I can't yeah. believe it. Yeah. On the other hand, we may have students who absolutely blow our minds with their creativity and confidence because they're not in a classroom setting and they're exactly. in an no individual judgment, setting how many parents yep. say oh you should see them at home and the stories they tell and how animated they are and the truth <laughs> is they'll have the their time. parents parents going you know bigger louder stronger <laughs> like you know i think we're going to see some really awesome things yeah yeah okay i'm i'm feeling i'm feeling much more confident now um about those units I've discussed with you and um, you've helped me to be positive and we've got some great ideas. So thank you, thank you so much for sharing and giving your wisdom and input into all of that. Oh, it's fun brainstorming, right? It's so much fun. <laughs> yeah. And some, some of us the, are drama teachers by themselves we don't get that chance to collaborate. That's so true. Yeah, I, it is it's very very different it's very different i find that when you when you are able to collaborate you can get those creative juices flowing as they say when you're by yourself sometimes you can get stuck in your own head yeah absolutely and you um, feel like there's no way at all or whatever or you just do yeah. what you've done all along because it's easier that's right yeah all right brilliant okay. great no problem i'm glad that was helpful for you Thank you so much for your time. I so appreciate it, Nick. It's oh, fabulous. Anytime. And thank you for sending those resources through as well. Oh, please. That's so be great. I'll hap happily do it. Uh, superb and wonderful. So, yeah. Um, thank you for jumping on. And I look forward to uh, hearing how it goes. Give us some feedback. Tell us what happens. No worries. Right. Have a thank fab day. Thank you so much. Fill it with joy. Thank you too. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. That is all from us at The Aside. We have a load of episodes in the bank, so feel free to go through those and find one that piques your interest. If you would like to ask us a question or you would like to make a suggestion for a future episode, do not hesitate to contact us at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Thank you to everyone who has been sharing and listening to The Aside. We have almost 45,000 listens now, and we're really proud and lucky to have so many loyal listeners. Thank you to Aaron Sill for providing the music, to Eltham College for letting us record here, to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support, and of course, thank you for listening.